Señoras y señores, muy buenos días to all. Welcome on into today's uni match preview as we are previewing Saturday night's big showdown at Subaru Park. As the Union will be hosting New England Revolution, this will be the second match between both of these sides this entire year. And look, it's funny because over the past week, you know, we've talking a lot about rivalry week, and the MLS has been taking advantage of their whole Heineken rivalry week and putting the Union in there with DC United. And we've discussed what are our actual rivals. Well, here would be the, I guess, the audition tape for New England, <laughs> the latest audition tape as. You know, there's there's some bad blood between the two. And and this one is this is a pretty solid rivalry considering the fact that this is one where it's pretty close to the action on the pitch that there's a lot of hate. Kind of like NYCFC. We do not like New England. We do not we do not like Bruce Arena. We do not like Gustavo Bao. We do not like Carlos Hill. We definitely did not like Matt Turner, which now we don't have to worry about. We'll talk about a little bit later. But for Saturday night should be one where there should be a lot of fireworks and it should be a very entertaining match when you have the disdain that both teams have for each other that's probably what it's going to go down as and so it's going to be a lot of fun Union obviously are riding high as of late and can they keep the winning streak going yeah we're talking winning streaks in philadelphia that's right ladies and gentlemen but we're going to get to that we're going to talk about this match i'm going to give you guys my thoughts i want to hear your guys thoughts as well um, definitely, guys, if you uh, right now, I'm going to put a link in the comment. Actually, guys, want to come in and give us your thoughts on tonight's you or Saturday night's you matchup. You're more than welcome to copy and paste that bad boy. Hang out backstage as we have this open now for yous. And of course, both comment sections are open. We have TikTok and we got YouTube's comment sections open. So if you have any thoughts, questions, or concerns about the union, about tomorrow night's match, definitely throw them in both comment sections. We will get to those as the preview goes along. Thank you so much for tuning on in, guys. Uh, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, a quick reminder that today's Union Match Preview is sponsored by Lots of Rain Watches. If you folks are in the market for a brand new watch, consider checking out Lots of Rain Watches. High-quality watches at a bargain price. And right now, when you folks head over to uh, the checkout page over at Lots of Rain Watches, make sure you guys are using the promo code. I got you guys with the promo code. Use Parcero, promo code Parcero Philly for 10% off of your purchase of a Lots of Rain watch. And, guys, you definitely want to take advantage of that great deal that they got over at La Terrain Watches. I, def I need to get me one of those bad boys as well. They got some dope stuff uh, over there at La Terrain Watches. I'm looking for a, 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 uh, I'm looking for a leather, a black leather band. Um, that's been one I wanted in my arsenal, um, but definitely we'll be we'll be we'll be doing it. So uh, you guys should be, you guys should be looking into it as well. Um, awesome stuff. What's up, Timmy? Good morning, Timmy. How are you feeling this morning? Are you going? Probably not. I'll be honest. Probably not. Um, I actually don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. Uh, my plans are up in the air, but I'll be honest. I probably won't be attending match. But we'll be doing the match pre a uh, match recap. Depending on what goes on tomorrow, I uh, will probably be doing it tomorrow night or in early in the morning. But that uh, should be interesting. Yeah, you know, as as we speak, um, DC United just dropped some news. Uh, looks like um, what's his, Julian Gressel will be on his way. Hey, I like it. Hey, thank you, Mister. Uh, I've just lost your name. Appreciate that. That was awesome. Mr. Can can his daddy. Awesome. Con his daddy. Thank you for the hat and the mustache. That was pretty cool. Thank you so much. Uh, but Julian Gressel on his way to Vancouver, which is very interesting. Obviously, DC is trying to make make a shift, make shift their roster a little bit. Obviously, Wayne Rooney's back in DC and he's trying to lead the charge here for the for United. And so he's trying to make his imprint. You know, if you guys remember in 2018, he came here to DC, came halfway through the season. This team was in last place. His battle, his his he helped bring that team all the way to the playoff spot, and their hope is going to be that they can do the same. 
Obviously, Jesse Lingard has been linked to DC United. I will see if that actually goes down. I don't know. Uh, we have Revel Harrison, I believe his name is, uh, from uh, Derby County, the number 10 that uh, Dwayne Rooney was was uh, working with and managing over in Derby County. Could he be coming over to the MLS? DC is very intriguing. I'm not going to lie. Although they're a rival of to, to Philly, a rival to Philly, uh, it is interesting to see what they are doing. I'm curious to see uh, how they continue moving forward in, in this transfer market. Hey, Timmy, hey, have fun down there, man. It's going to be a pack house. I expect tomorrow night to be a pack house. It should be a lot of fun. It's always fun against New England. Here's how many Bostonians come down as well from New England um, to watch this match as well. So it's going to be a fun one. So you enjoy your time out there. Please wear your – well, for the if you're going for the tailgate, guys, please wear your sunscreen. Please stay hydrated. I know how some of you guys – I don't even know how situations happening. I don't even see your – Chester uh, Hospital. I don't even know what the closest hospital is because I know it closed down the Chester Hospital like a decade ago. Uh, but I don't need the hospital showing up and carrying any of you guys out there, to, uh, carrying you guys out to the hospital. So please stay hydrated, stay stay cool, uh, stay full, get some food in you, get get the chickies and Pete's crab fries. It's always a good selection when you're down at the soup. I believe we got a chicken sandwich spot this season. I, I, I have not taken a good glance of what we have as far as food selections this year. I've only been to one match, which is crazy as it is, man. Uh, whoa, Timmy, boo, tomato, 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 throwing tomatoes. It's all good, Timmy. It's all good, man. I thought you were a uni fan, though. Babe, I appreciate you here, man. I appreciate you here. Um, I wanted to start off today uh, by talking about what the union decided to do to kind of promote tomorrow's match. One thing the union have done, which used to bother me, not so much anymore because I understand it as a, in a business aspect, but the union over the past couple of seasons have gone for what I call the clout route, right? So going after influencers, YouTubers, TikTokers to kind of promote the team, obviously, you know, popularity is, is getting better in a match when it comes to MLS, but you know, obviously there's a lot of room for improvement. And so the union have been taking this, I mean, last year, uh, they did an influencer day where uh, it's to introduce the Bayou kits. They actually had a bunch of influencers come down to Subaru Park, give them some free uh, merch, and give them a tour around Subaru Park. Um, so this, these are definitely different things that they try to do. I mean, the union do a lot of good things. Like they do the media mayhem, which I have attended as well. They do a lot of things for the media. But the influencer stuff is kind of something that kind of has been rubbing union fans the wrong way, especially the old heads and especially the ones on Twitter. Um, so yesterday, I'm going to I'm going to show you guys as well. The union decided to show us um, there. I guess it's a promo, you know, trying to get people fired up or I guess try to get people in a good, good light uh, heading into tomorrow night's match. So if you guys know, say Beast from TikTok, shouts out to TikTok. Uh, he's a, he's a freaking hilarious comedian. Um, from my understanding, from what my sources have been telling me, and this is a different Twitter. This is a different Twitter account. Uh, not not nothing that covers the union, just a fan. But. Let me know that this Say Beast actually now is employed by the Philadelphians. So kudos to Say Beast. But here is yesterday's uh, attempt for a promo for tomorrow night's New England Revolution match. So I'm going to bring it up. And here we go, guys. This is Saber. I'm going off the crossbar. I call it the Post Malone. Oh! There it is. New England is literally scared of the dirt. That's why they play on turf. Every game day at 6 a.m., espresso to the dome. That'll give you a penalty kick. My guys, we are locked and loaded with chickies and peas, crab frogs. I, 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 I bet these New England kids don't even know what a cheesesteak is. Oh, ew, caught you sleeping. Stop snoozing the alarm, my guy. I cannot get over the fact that Cape Cod does not have Wawa. Like, come on. 
off your sailboat and come on a pontoon job down the shore. The only thing that New England is good for is Mark Wahlberg. Morky Mark. <laughs> With that Ted movie. That's what I'd be geeking for real, for real. <laughs> I'm going to have my own Boston Tea Party. Call it the Twisted Tea Party. You play midfield because you're mid. What are you eating? Clam chowder? Oh, it's chowder? What is good with your accent? What is good with the Boston accent? I don't get it. Give me that. All right, so that was yesterday's. Uh, I don't even know what you would call it. I, I guess it's a promo for tomorrow night's match, but uh, I'll say this. It wasn't Say Beast's best. Right? I think Say Beast is hilarious. Uh, I love his work. I love the Delco stuff. And I, and one thing I'll, I'll say as well, like I've done Delco content on TikTok, and it's, it's actually worked really well for me. Um, you doing the Delco accent. I mean, when you live here for so long, you know, the Delco accent just kind of is ingrained in you at some point. But it's a, it, that just didn't work. And I don't know what it is. It's just Delco accent. I Although the union actually are located in Delco, which is ironic it is, it doesn't work. I, I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's spam. I don't I, I don't know. Um, but it got bad reactions. Actually, you know, what? I can actually let me. Uh, that's kind of what I wanted to show you guys as well. Um, it, it didn't it wasn't received in the way that the union or I mean, I guess myself thought it would have uh, been received because the dude's got some he's got some clout right now. Um, if you guys can tell the uh, here, the comment section, we got zero. Um, this, this, no, OK, no, uh, we got nah, the Liberty Derby, I, that, this Liberty Derby stuff. I, I don't know where we got this nickname, but the Liberty Derby stuff, I'm not a fan of the name of it. I, we got to come up with something better than the Liberty Derby. Who came up with that name? Uh, Peace in Ukraine says, uh, um, no, Kevin's given the gif of, uh, what's this? I, I probably should know this golfer's name, but I completely blank on this golfer's name. Uh, D Downey, now we're going winless the rest of the season. This is bad, very bad. This is not good. No, thank you. Uh, and then, of course, you got someone with logic. I would guess nobody in the comments has seen this guy's videos before. <laughs> and then someone goes, uh, are they better than this? Uh, Stin, uh, S-T-I-N's comments delete your account so it wasn't received in the way that the union probably anticipated and it's just like look i i think that for the union you know you got to recognize as well like if you put i mean if you post it on tiktok obviously people are going to embrace it but you know a lot of the twitter people you know what i noticed about twitter is a lot of the people who are on twitter are pretty kind of stubborn and will only stick to twitter They're, they live and die by twitter i love twitter obviously i love twitter I just think that there are other apps that have something to, to offer. Uh, obviously, I, for me, mo mostly I use uh, TikTok, Twitter, and obviously YouTube. I guess you can be in the there as well. That's the main social media that I really use personally. And so, obviously, I get it, but a lot of people on Twitter do not get it. So, you know, probably go back to the drawing board. We'll see if they uh, continue using Say Beast for some of these from for some of this promo content. But um, it wasn't a good. So he actually was part of the Red Bull. Um, content that they had which i actually was a part of as well uh where they kind of were just doing a roast of the red bull um and so they actually had say beast they had the cooligans on as well so that was pretty good content but yeah say beast not going so well so far but it is all good uh what's up union dupe good morning to you sir uh do you like we can win the supporter shield no union dupe i want no parts of supporter shield you should have won it either if you've watched the MLS over the past couple of years, you should not want no. You should want no number one seeds. You should want no supporter shields. We have a supporter shield. We want a, a cup. We want the cup. We want the cup. We want the cup. Uh, dilly dilly meme. Are you still friends? Yeah. First of all, how do you know Morgan? 
Wow, we got Morgan drops on TikTok? What the hell's going on here? Yeah, well, why do you say that? Why do you say I'm not friends with Morgan? Absolutely, man. Who doesn't love Morgan? Um, D.B. Cooper asking a very interesting question. Why isn't chicken and eggs a breakfast combo? I do not know, but the thing is, listen, chicken's high protein. I mean, that's what I'm looking for, especially the first meal of the day. I'm looking for a high protein, high fiber with some healthy fats in my in my my breakfast and chicken is a great option throw some chicken uh with a little with two eggs you know you you, you kind of like uh omelet that john you fold it you, you get the you get yourself your choice of bread i'm more of a sourdough type of gentleman cut up some avocado put those slices you got chicken you got egg you got avocado your sauce of choice ladies and gentlemen you got yourself a bomb ass breakfast sandwich you're welcome throw some cheese in there Throw a little craft single if you want, a little mozzarella in there, a little sharp cheddar, whatever you're feeling. You got a little, you got yourself a dope ass breakfast sandwich. Why not, man? Timmy, why you say sorry? There's no need to be say sorry, man. A thin fried cutlet. Okay, D DB Cooper throwing us the thin fried cutlet. Were you from South Philly? You from South Philly, boss? I'm just kidding, man. It's all good, man. That's that's actually I'm actually not I'm hungry, but. Um, all right, let's get into tomorrow or tomorrow night's match, guys. So look, um, for the for the uni, we're going up against this New England Revolution side who it, it started off a little bit slow on the season. And obviously they had Champions League early on the year. And as we remember, Champions League can be a little bit difficult on the scheduling, on the body, and you know, you're facing off against a tough opponents. So New England kind of fell behind early on in the year. They kind of picked it up a little bit. They've been somewhat of an average club. They're right now on the outside looking in of the playoffs with 25 points. They are just a point away from Charlotte, who owns the seventh spot. But also Columbus is tied with Charlotte as well. But six wins, seven draws, and six losses on the season through 19 matches. Uh, so New England is definitely trying to catch some ground and get themselves in a solid playoff spot. This is a team that, you know, over the past two seasons, have been, you know, had some some playoff success. Obviously, Sporter Shield last year, the year before. We don't need to talk about the upset, <laughs> but uh, they're definitely trying to get back there. Now, they also have been losing some players. You know, once you get success, the MLS, then comes Europe, and, you know, European clubs are picking apart your talent. So, obviously, they've lost Matt Turner. They have lost Tejon Buchanan. They have lost Adam Busca. Those are the main key losses for New England. So, um, it's guys like uh, Petrovic. Uh, who is uh, who's came in? I believe uh, Georgi Petrovic came in in the off season, um, and this is a Serbian goalkeeper um, who previously played for wow, he's six four. That's crazy. Uh, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say the name of this team, but is it is a uh, it is a Serbian club. <laughs> it was it was a tough ass name, uh, but they also uh, did bring in um, what's his name? They brought in Dylan Berrios. Uh, Dylan uh, Borrero. I'm think I'm already confusing the Blue Jays with the Revs. I'm thinking of Borreros who struck us out, struck out the Phillies 13 times. Uh, Dylan Borrero, who they brought in as a winger, um, kind of to fill in Tejon Buchanan's role. Uh, Tejon Buchanan was very interesting because he could play fullback, he could play winger. They would play him more so as a winger, and we've seen that before in the MLS. Guys who play uh, the prototypical attacking winger in a 4-2-3-1 or in a 4-3-3, then they go over to Europe, play over as a wingback. A great example of that would be Alfonso Davies, who was able to do that. Playing as a winger here in the MLS with Vancouver, going over to Bayern München and being switched over as a fullback, and now one of the best, if not the best, fullback in the world, ladies and gentlemen. So. Uh, and of course, so bring in Yako Veroini, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's his name. Um, he is an Albanian Italian forward 
who is coming over from Juventus. He's from Juventus. He's coming over from Juventus. He was on loan with an Austrian soccer club. Uh, so this kid, listen, if you're in the Juventus Youth Academy, at some, if for, especially this kid has pretty much been growing up in the Juventus system, you're doing something right. And you know a little bit of something that could definitely help in this league. I mean, the last time the league got a Juventus product was, um, why am I blanking on his name? Um, Giovinco. Wow, I just blanked on Giovinco. And that actually worked pretty well for Toronto. So we don't have to work, worry about Vitorini. He's not going to be here until his visa clears. As we do know, as we talked about Miami, as we talked about ourselves, visas in America are a pain in the absolute butt. So it's going to take some time for Yakomo uh, to get acclimated and get his visa situated and be able to play. So we don't have to worry about that this upcoming weekend. So, um, yeah, so pretty much this year really has not much has changed besides a couple of key pieces getting changed. Um, but, you know, New England, they want to possess the ball. They love to play the beautiful style of soccer, and that's what they're going to try to do. They will implement a little bit of a high press, which we have seen before, um, and that's going to be very interesting. Now, the one thing I want to um, keep your eye out, guys. Now, New England is missing their kind of back line in um, Andrew Farrell. Now, New England's coming off a 4-2 loss to the NYCFC. Obviously, if you look at the scoreboard, it, that's a bad loss. But the thing is, like, the scoreboard is not in, indicative of the match. I really felt like New England played better than what the scoreboard says. There was a lot of questionable calls. I mean, there was two PK oppor- there was three PK opportunities, one missed by NYCFC. They were able to convert on two of them. And that the one was a little bit controversial. The Kessler one, where he had two players bumping into two NYCC players bump into each other, and then bumps into Henry Kessler, and somehow they uh, NYCC gets awarded a penalty. Like, whatever, it's not my it's not my problem. But obviously, the uh, New England struggle with the the pitch that is Yankee Stadium. Obviously, a lot of teams struggle in a baseball stadium. Go figure. And so you had um, Bruce Arena coming after the match, and as Bruce Arena and his Bruce Arena uh, sense comes out and starts bitching and complaining about the pitch. No fit. Go figure, Bruce. We've all complained about the damn Yankee Stadium. No one likes to play there, Bruce, but you always need to heat. Your Bruce is the definition of a Karen. He is a Karen when it comes to Matt. He literally bitches and complains about every single thing. He's even bitched and complained about us during the MLS's back tournament, calling our system. Uh, it's really easy and simple to beat. Yeah, you didn't beat it, though, Bruce. You found finally figured out how to beat us in, in the worst possible situation for us. But, um, yeah, that's that's just Bruce Serena. I'm sure after this match on Saturday night, he's going to find a way to bitch about something. That's because it's Bruce freaking Arena. But, hey, I digress. If I can get if we can get Bruce Serena to cry, that'll be great. But one thing to keep an eye out. So, no, Andrew Farrell, he got a red card in this match. Um, so you're going to possibly looking at red enough line, probably getting um, Juan Jones uh, at the back with Henry Kessler uh, and at this at the one center back, Brandon by at the other fullback position. Now, the question is going to be who will replace uh, Andrew Farrell as one of those other uh, other center backs there. Uh, from my understanding, John Bell would be the next in up. Uh, Omar Gonzalez is not available for selection in this match, which is uh, kind of bad news for us because Omar Gonzalez is the uh, <laughs> he's the he's the fourth attacker for the Philadelphia. If you guys remember Memorial Day weekend when we played off against those guys, 
and a tough one where I felt like New England were the better of the two. And Omar Gonzalez kind of gift wrapped us a goal to kind of get us the equalizer to steal a point in New England on Memorial Day weekend. Um, but yeah, so thank you to Omar Gonzalez. But unfortunately, we will not be seeing Omar Gonzalez in this match, which definitely does suck. So you'll probably be seeing John Bell and Henry Kessler. And look, Ali Bedoya, who's obviously going up on the right flank. Going up against Henry Kessler is going to be a lot of fun. A little bit of a backtrack. Last season, when the Revs came into Chester, Pennsylvania, Henry Kessler, 80-some minute, ball on the sideline in the in the end of New England. He gets the ball when it's out of bounds, and he literally punched this ball into the stands. Ensued, Union fans pissed off. Ali Bedoya getting in his face for the next couple months. You got Henry Kessler talking trashed on Ali Bedoya, subtweeting Ali Bedoya. Yes, there is Twitter uh, drama on social media for, for both of these sides. And so uh, it brought a lot of interesting thoughts and takes uh, for both sides. But it, it'll it'll probably ignite another bit of a, or another bit of a, of a disdain. I've seen Ali going up against Kessler. It's going to be a lot of freaking fun. And it should be, it should be very interesting as well. Um, because I'm going to a revolution game, Tim. Oh, where? Oh, which one, Timmy? Which which revs game are you going to? Are you going to this one? Uh, thanks, Levi. Appreciate you, man. You gotta go, cut. Sorry, Levi. We're, we're, that's just weird, bro. Um, I'm also surprised how well Charlotte is doing in the MLS. Uh, and they fired um Angel uh Miguel Angel Rodriguez as well. So they've definitely been picking it up. They have a solid roster. Um I think they're still missing a couple of pieces, but they're probably at where they're at. I'll be honest, I don't see them making the playoffs. I, I do think that New England um will pick it back up. Uh I also think that Columbus will find a way to get on top of Charlotte. The Cincinnati one is interesting to me. Is since can Cincinnati hold off this form and uh, stay in a playoff spot? And obviously they made some signing that hopefully they can the hope in, in hopes that they can get themselves in the playoffs, but I just don't think they'll have enough. And don't forget, Toronto as well is going to make a late push. DC is also going to make a late push with some of their late uh, acquisitions. But um, this Eastern Conference is going to be a lot of freaking fun going forward. Literally, legit, honestly, um, Chicago, Atlanta, and then probably Inter Miami are the three teams I'm probably going to write off right now. Like I think, I think your the bottom two will be Chicago and Atlanta United. Um, come, you know, uh, September time. And I think that, you know, Inter-Miami will be battling, but then they just won't have enough for likes of Chicago, or sorry, Toronto, D.C., uh, Columbus, New England. So it's going to be, this Eastern Conference is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be very entertaining as well. And for the Union, it's going to be important for them to just kind of keep the pace that they're at um, so that way we don't have to worry about it either. Um, Union Duke, Bruce, uh, also complain about every pitch in CONCACAF when he managed for U.S. MNC. Yeah, like, dude, what are you complaining about? Like these countries don't have the money to put together a world class pitch together. Like he literally bitches and complains about every single freaking thing. He probably is the one that complains when it rains. Like what are you what are you gonna do, Bruce? What are you going to do? So on the defensive point with New England, this bodes well for the Union. This is a thing that has been improving upon possession. If you look at some of the possession over the past few matches, it's really a difference in why. This attacks look a lot, a lot more fluid, and that's a challenge that Jim's kind of been putting on this team. And now going up against the New England Revolution with the back line that is a little bit weaker, it's going to be fun to watch and seeing how the Union attack. And, and they should be, they're going to have their opportunities, but as we always talk about, it's going to be important for them to get the job done and finish their, finish their shots in the final third. 
I love seeing Ua and Burke uh, in the Miami match, you know, taking some long shots. I, I really do like that type of stuff, you know, moving moving the back line up and creating some space for for, for other forwards to kind of move along or, or make make some runs in. Um, so I, 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 that's going to be a matchup that I'm really going to be looking at for. Uh, I'm also looking at the the right fullback position here for the Union. Um, Olivier Baizo had a really solid match against Miami. Now, if you guys remember, uh, Harry Harriel took the job from Olivier Baizo after a terrible uh, first match against Minnesota. Olivier had, uh, and of course, you know that that stems off of the Eastern Conference Finals, where he kind of, you know, his bad play led to the game-winning goal for NYCFC, and so he was kind of on thin ice. But then Harriel stole the job, and Jim, I guess for rotation purposes, has been putting Olivier Baizo in there a little bit, and Baizo's done a solid job. And the one thing we know about Baizo, he's really good at moving up the pitch. He's really good at, at moving up uh, forward with the ball, helping on the attack, adding some width to the attack, especially on the right side. But the problem has been getting back. And defensively, yeah, he's been, he, he, he can be pretty damn bad. And then, you know what? They even got him in in, uh, in Miami. There was an opportunity late in the first where uh, DeAndre Yedlin was able to get a ball past uh, Olivia Baizo. And then, you know, you got Leon Flock trying to save Baizo's ass. Uh, he's a little bit too slow to get them. And then Stuart Finley feels like he needs to move up leaving open space for Emerson to get the ball and take a shot. And that's what happened. Luckily it was wide, but um, you know, that uh, those type of opportunities, those are the type of opportunities that new England love and feast off of, you know, attacking from out wide, crossing the ball and having guys like Gustavo Bao who could just nail one in and, and, and hotless heel as well to nail one in. So um, the, the union are definitely gonna have to stay uh, responsible and, 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 uh, and disciplined on, on the flanks. I'm not worried about Kai Wagner, obviously, but that's more so on the other side whether it be Nate or whether it be Olivia and Baizo, it's definitely going to be one to watch. Obviously, Cotillist Hill is always a danger for New England. He's obviously what, what reigning MVP uh, this season. And so, you know, stopping him is going to be up to um, El Brujo Martinez. And El Brujo has had some success with him before. You know, Carlos has had success on El Brujo in the past as well. So it's going to be a fun battle to watch. But, you know, if you give Carlos any bit of inch to 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 take a shot to make a pass he will drop a dime he does it doesn't matter he will do that he's that talented so it's important for a brujo to be on this man like glue you know what i'm saying so it's going to be very important for him Polster should be back for new england as well he's a really solid holding midfielder tommy mcnamara has been holding that down for him um and he he's he's a guy who can do everything he plays some defense he can help in the attack as well he can get up too so it's gonna be a big key for for the union as well Look, it's Saturday night. It's going to be a tough match. I mean, these two teams are talented, talented teams. There's some bad blood between the two teams as well. Um, and for the Union, it's going to be a really good test. You know, two straight wins. You know, in, in both these matches, uh, you scored, you outscored your opponent nine to one. So it's going to be important for the Union to kind of keep this ball rolling. You know, we, we talked about like we we right now at this moment where we're in the in the midst in the middle of July. <coughs> We want the union to get the ball rolling. We want the union to get the momentum going and get a good run of form. That's the one thing we haven't seen since possibly the beginning of the season. And that's what you really want to see. The the, the top, like the Eastern Conference is, is tough, but the top of the East is, is as tough as well because you're going to have both New York teams right there with you. Um, Montreal's making a push as well. I don't think Montreal will compete for the top of the East. I don't even want the, the first seed as we talked about. I don't know if, you, if you've watched the MLS for the past couple of years, I don't know how you can want the number one seed. What happens to New England? What's happened to Philadelphia? I don't want that. I don't want that, John. There's no way I want that. So we'll see what happens. Um, I mean, Duke, what do you think 
will be the next location for MLS expansion team. Um, Vegas. I think Vegas will be the next one. Uh, seeing what the what the Raiders are doing, seeing what um the Golden Knights are doing, and you know what, you know, soon possibly the Oakland A's could be moving to Las Vegas. You got Floyd Mayweather and LeBron talking about an NBA team in Vegas. It's a it's a really good sports market. You know, it's it's a de- it's already a destination for people in general. Now adding sports to it, and why not add one of the most progressive sports in America in the MLS? So I think Vegas would be a great great one. Um, I don't know what's going on with Sacramento. Sacramento obviously had the, they they got awarded the expansion and then obviously didn't pan out. So I don't know if the MLS will go back. I don't. I listen. I'll be honest. I don't need another uh, another California team. You got three. That's more than enough. I know the other leagues have like four or five. I I don't need five. You know what? If you want to put another uh, California-based team, put it in San Diego. San Diego is much more deserving of a franchise than Sacramento. I know money talks, but that's just how I feel. Another another dark horse that definitely needs a, needs a club. I think Pittsburgh gets overlooked when it comes to sports. It is a great sports town. And obviously, you guys know, I don't really care about um, Pittsburgh. But I, I think that they are a pretty solid sports town for sure. Um, all right, let's get let's let's uh let's shut this down. Um, so so tomorrow night it's going to be a tough one, like I mentioned. You're going to be at home though, so I I really hope that it's hopefully it's going to be a sellout crowd. It's a beautiful it's going to be a beautiful Saturday afternoon. I'm um, sorry, Saturday night as well. So, guy, if you guys have nothing to do, make sure, go go down there. It's a cheap ticket. It's going to be rocking. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be like a playoff atmosphere because of the the uh, the matchup that's going to be in there. It's Philly versus Boston. I mean, come on. Uh, what else do I need to say? So in the end, with the emotions and, and the and the fireworks going to happen, I do think that a draw will happen tomorrow. I could see a one-one a draw happening again uh, tomorrow as well. Um, you know, I, I really for me mostly the matchup is going to be looking at is just the Union front of Gazdag with Carranza and Ua going up against that back line, that weak back line of New England because they should they absolutely should punish them, and I want to see how how they do and if they do it as well and if they can get some goals too because they should be able to but i it just the emotion of this type of match you just never know what's going to happen so we've seen it before so we'll see what happens uh, i feel like pittsburgh's not i, I mean union dupe i i think they're they are a, a sports town you know like philadelphia is not a, it was never a soccer city but it's a sports town and you're seeing how soccer has been growing I think I think Pittsburgh. I think the fact that Pittsburgh doesn't have an NBA team is criminal. It's actually a really good basketball city, but I think that they could they could uh, make soccer work. I mean, the Riverhounds do some solid numbers. I mean, I know that's USL, but they do some solid. But all right, guys, we're gonna shut this down. Thank you so much for tuning on in. I got the Union drawing one to one against New England tomorrow. Stay tuned for the recap. We'll have Phillies game recap tonight as well after Game One of the Marlins game. Uh, so make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Guys, if you haven't already, make sure you guys hit the like button, subscribe for more Philly sports. Make sure to check us out under Oin Philly Sports, where every stream podcast. A big shout out to our sponsor, Lot Terrain Watch. Make sure you check them out. Use the promo code Parcero Philly for 10% off of your purchase of a Lot Terrain Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Parcero Philly, and I'm telling you guys to dupe on. Beat New England. <laughs>